What is up you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Take Back Your Crown podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Crown, and we are back with another awesome episode. I have worked on this episode really hard. This is something very important to me and I cannot wait to share it. I cannot wait to dive in. It is very different and unique and I just hope you enjoy it. But first, I do want to say a special thank you to everyone who has given me so much love and support. I know I officially started this podcast probably two years ago now. I know with COVID, it feels like time is just flying by. But about two years ago was when I was like, you know what? let's do this. Enough's enough. I already want to write a book, kind of a a similar concept of self-empowerment and confidence and health and wellness and how I truly grew and my spiritual journey and all of that jazz. So why not just do a podcast? So about two years ago, I officially launched the podcast, but I was still very confused on my own journey I was still very, I don't know if I was confident enough in myself yet. I feel like I still had a lot of growth and a lot more experiences to go through and I did. Trust me, it got worse. All hell broke loose basically, but it led me to where I am today, but After starting, you know, I was back and forth on and off with a podcast. It was very inconsistent. It was almost like it was a journal entry for me. It wasn't really a, hey, let me do this to help others and talk out about my experiences. Instead, it was more like, I need to help myself right now and recording my thoughts and putting them out there almost felt like journaling to me except I didn't have to write. So thank you to everyone who has stuck with me throughout this podcast. Thank you to all the new listeners. I look forward to interacting and connecting with more and more people as time goes on and I know that this podcast will reach the right people when it's meant to. So I'm looking forward to that. But without further ado, let's dive into this episode. So it is very different. Like I said, it is very, I don't want to say out there, but I haven't done anything like this before. And self-love is something extremely important to me. And Throughout my journey, I had to discover that as we all do, you have to go through the shadow work and you have to heal your inner demons and your inner fears and anxieties and insecurities and you have to like rewire your subconscious mind because you've been taught so many beliefs 
about the world and about yourself through your interactions growing up and childhood trauma and bullying and harassment and generational trauma and it just the list goes on and on and on and there's so much we have to dive into to uncover a true authentic version of ourselves in which we love and accept in all forms whether we're having a good day or a bad day we aren't shameful of who we are and how we're feeling we're not weighing another person's actions or words towards us as the end of the world anymore we're not taking their words to heart we're not taking their actions personally we understand who we are where we stand our values our beliefs but it takes a lot to get there and it's it's something you have to actively work on too it's not just all right one day I woke up and looked in the mirror and I was like Taylor I love you like no, I I didn't do that. It took a lot of pain. It took a lot of healing. It took a lot of work and it still does because I'm human. We're all human and we're brought here for this human experience. And part of the human experience is not every single day is going to be a good day. But through the work and through healing, you understand that that's okay and that There's this duality within life. What's up must come down and what's down must come up. And it's a push-pull and it's just an exhilarating journey. So if you are on one, if you're trying to be on one, trying to find out more about yourself and really dive into who you are and love her or him with all of your being, this podcast is definitely for you. Some of my other content may be for you as well. If you go ahead and follow me on Instagram, it is at with the underscore Taylor Crown. I'll also have it in the description box as well, the episode details. But for this episode, I know the release is on Monday, right? So I'm recording this a few days ahead. But Valentine's Day is coming up and of course you know everyone's just wow I wish I had someone to share this with and thinking about relationships and relationships are hard um, especially seeing everyone around you just post their engagements their marriages their date nights you want someone to experience and share that with But a lot of the times we forget that the most important relationship we need within our lives is one with ourselves. And so for this episode, in honor of Valentine's Day, I wanted to take a a different perspective on it and really focus on the love we can give ourselves and provide ourselves because that is the utmost important thing you could do for yourself. If you want a relationship, that's great. But are you ready for one? Are you ready within yourself? Do you love yourself enough? Are you ready to choose yourself first and then mix that with someone else's choice to love themselves first? Because it's a partnership. So anyways, sorry, little tangent, but I really just wanted to incorporate several women um, 
and have them write love letter, uh, love letters to themselves. And I kind of gave them a lot of creative freedom. I said, you know, you can write to your inner child. You can give advice to your younger self, to your future self. You can write to your current self. I wanted this to be a positive, uplifting experience for everyone involved and for everyone listening as well. And I read some of these letters and they're absolutely beautiful. And I I just like, I love love and the idea of love is so beautiful, but not when you're looking for it in something or someone else. And that's why I really wanted this episode to be focused on the love we can give ourselves and what will we say to ourselves? How do we express love, love to ourselves? And these women did amazing. They wrote beautiful letters. Like I was, I was crying reading some of them, and I even have my own letter at the end to share. Some of these women are remaining anonymous by choice, but others were very very excited to share this and I will say their names they deserve credit and I will link everyone's Instagrams in the episode details but these letters wait till you guys hear them I am so excited our first letter is from Samantha Puleo Sam says dear self I am so damn proud of you You have grown so much from the little girl who was afraid of everything. I know it may be difficult to perceive your emotional progress. Every day you get closer to becoming your truest self. On this journey, I want you to give yourself some grace and allow yourself to let go of what isn't serving you. Let go of the years spent making yourself physically sick with anxiety. Let go of the coach who told you you couldn't do anything right and beat you down for so many years. Let go of the trauma and fear that clouds your memory of your hometown. You have experienced heartbreak, anxiety, depression, and hardest of all, grief. Every hardship has made you stronger and made you the confident and caring woman you are today. I encourage you to continue to fight for what you believe in. Start that business you have been dreaming of, Hold your loved ones closer than ever before and have the courage to be uniquely you in everything you do. Remember that you are perfect just the way you are. There is no timeline. You are exactly where you are meant to be in life. I fall more in love with you every day. Love, Sam. Our next letter is from Vanessa Davis. She says, Hello, beautiful Happy Valentine's Day to you, Vanessa. I hope that you have a lovely day and show yourself adoration, love, and praise. You deserve pleasure, luxury, and contentment in this life. You are safe, secure, and protected. You are healthy, wealthy, and wise. You have angels around you. You have the guidance and protection of God. Anything that you want and work towards is yours. Continue focusing on your dreams and creating a life that you love. No one is you, and that is your power. 
relish in this. Every time you open your eyes, you are enough. Next, we have a letter from Megan Rose. Hey you, I may not show it as much as I should, but I want you to know how much I love you. You do so much for me and sometimes I take that for granted. Not anymore though. Thank you for giving me the ability to do the things that I love. Thank you for never giving up on me when it seems I have given up on you. Thank you for saving me when I feel like the walls are caving in. Without you, I wouldn't be here, and I am forever grateful. You deserve love, just like everyone else, and I promise I will always give you that love. From this day forward, you will always be a priority. Don't ever feel like you aren't enough because you are more than enough. You are worthy of all the love in the world. You are kind, smart, beautiful, and caring. I will never give up on you. I will always love you. We will always have each other, and I won't allow anyone to come between us. I love you. Megan. Next, we have a letter from Natalie Fiola. Natalie says, Dear Natalie, you have been through so much this year. I know it's been hard on you. Please remember that you're allowed to cry. It doesn't make you weak or slow your healing. When you feel like you've hit a wall, it's okay to lean into it and rest. Healing is not linear and there is no rush. I know you thought you had your life planned out. I know you thought you were with the love of your life. And I know you lost a huge relationship this year, but you gained a better one with yourself. And you learned an important lesson. Life never goes as planned. Winky face. I'm so proud of you for walking away from what no longer serves you. Please never settle and stay strong in your beliefs. I love you so much and I'm so excited to see who you become. Keep going and keep choosing yourself. P.S. Don't rush. Life is short and time passes in a blink of an eye. Stay present and enjoy the ride. I love you, Nat. Following that, we have Selena Newton's letter. Selena says, hi, you're still here. That's so wild. I'm so glad you're still here, believe it or not. I wish you weren't so hard on yourself. You work all the time. You didn't drop out of high school and you made it through college without failing a class. I want you to know that I love you. You may grow up and realize you don't fit the mold that was given to you. You're not a disappointment because of that. Don't try to fit a mold or a space you don't belong. You are destined to love, create, and be wild. Don't internalize things so much. You are beautiful and deserve amazing things. You are worthy of love and respect. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Be you. Be the best you and never stop growing. I love you, Selena. Our next letter has chosen to remain anonymous, which is completely okay. I gave them that option for a reason. But this letter reads, Dear me, you have reached year 21 of your life and have gone through a lot of ups and downs so far, especially within this last year. You may feel like sand is creeping through your fingers and you are unable to obtain the strength you keep searching for. 
but you forget how much you've grown and how much stronger you've become after every challenge you've faced. I'm writing this to remind you it's perfectly human to go through struggles and the path before you is meant to strengthen you more and more every day. Stop trying to step forward while looking behind you. That's why you keep tripping. Accept your past and all your mistakes. They were necessary to become who you are today. Stop blaming that incident on yourself. You were young, not even 18 years old yet, and didn't know any better. You are loved and accepted now, and it's time you gave that same love to yourself. Don't forget to keep your chin up and look forward and stop being so damn mean to yourself. You're a creative little fairy who makes people smile. Love, me. Our next letter is from a close friend, Nicole Cancro. My dearly beloved self, I am writing you this letter today to mostly say thank you. Thank you for always being there for me when I needed someone, for always wanting to watch what I want to watch and Listen to what I want to listen to. Thank you for putting up with me for all of these years and not giving up on me yet. I also wanted to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not always putting you first when I needed to be. I'm sorry for every bad thought I've thought and every bad word I've said about you. I wish I could take it all back. Mostly, I'm writing this to tell you I love you. I love how loving you are. I love how easily you laugh. I love how you devote all your energy into the things you care about. I love how you refuse to give up on me. Thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. Always. Me. This next letter was actually written by my sister, Maddie Crown. Maddie says, Dear Maddie, Not everyone knows the struggles you've faced as a baby. No one knows the body imaging you've faced as a teenager. And only the closest people know the tragedies you faced within this past year. But from the darkest circumstances, you decided to instead choose strength over weakness, a smile over tears, and forgiveness over bitterness. I know you struggle, some days more than others, but you are beautiful. You are resilient, transparent, and fearless. You have a gift of turning hard times into blessings and continuously put a smile on your face in the process. I am so proud of the woman you have become. I am so proud of the accomplishments you have made. I am so proud that you have stayed true to you and continue to grow emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. You are capable of making a difference Do big things and always keep that beautiful smile. I love you so much. This next letter is from Jenna Morrison. Dear Jenna, girl, I think you're flipping awesome. I love your originality and your passion. You have such a zest for life and it has been amazing to watch you grow. I know sometimes you doubt yourself and are a little too critical at times, but you are always able to get back up and realize your worth again. There's no one quite like you, and that's one of the things I love the most about you. You care a lot about helping others and are working on not letting others take advantage of you, but you've come a long way from where you started. 
I'm constantly impressed by your patience, empathy, and how easygoing you are. I love that you can get along with almost anyone. That makes life so much more fun. Your creativity is wonderful and a huge blessing that I'm thankful for every day. You're beautiful, stunning, and a a freaking queen. Love, Jenna. Our next letter is from Andrea Zimmerman. She did an interesting take, which again, I gave them creative freedom in writing and she chose to write to her younger self. Andrea says, dear 18 year old self, you are beautiful and please don't ever forget that. You are so kind, caring, and generous. You are perfect just the way you are. I know you feel like you're worthless, but you are worthy. I know you keep looking to fill that empty void in your heart. I know you keep turning to men and sex. You think that these things will fill that void, but they don't. You don't need to turn to men. You don't need to seek validation through others. Validate yourself and fill that void to yourself. Begin that journey for yourself. You can do it. I know you can. You are strong and independent. You are worth it. I know you can be more compassionate and loving towards yourself. You love and care so deeply for your friends and family. Show that same love and care to yourself. Treat yourself kindly. Go on that journey of self-love and acceptance. Go on that journey of healing and self-growth. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. You are amazing and keep on showing off that beautiful smile. Love, Andrea, your future self. Our next letter is from Bethany Bardeen. She says, Dear Bethany, I want to tell you, I see how much you grow every single day. I see you strive for greatness and radiate positivity every single day. I love that you're writing this letter by hand to make it personal. I love the way you took care of me by getting out of a workplace I hated. I love that lately you refuse to settle. I love that you choose kindness in everything that you do. I love the quirky way you talk sometimes. And I think your random bursts of energy are fun and exciting. I love the way you dance on beat but always switch up the dance move. You are one of a kind and I am so blessed to be you. Love, Bethany. And one of our final letters is from Allie Diamond. So after I read hers, I will end on reading mine and then we'll travel into a deeper discussion around self-love, especially during this time of year when we are constantly seeing other people with their quote-unquote perfect match And I want to discuss how we, in fact, are our own perfect match. So Allie says, An open letter of love, forgiveness, and healing for all of the versions of myself who have existed before now and up until now and including this moment. To the girl who needed me then to be the woman I am now, I am sorry I couldn't be here yet. You are still here with me and I want you to know how close I hold you to my heart how much I see you and how much I love you for exactly who you were in all those moments. I know that you were always only doing your best, working with what you had, giving what you could, 
when you could in the only way you knew how. The burdens placed on you were never yours to carry, and I know that you knew that, but you felt so much so deeply before you ever had the tools to sort it out, before you had the voice to advocate for yourself, before you knew you could. You searched for so long in so many wrong places for the love you already had. I watched you then like I watch you now. You don't search anymore. Doesn't that feel good to know? Every bit of pain you felt served to open you to who you were yet to become, preparing you for expansion into a fuller being. It was so lonely to be seeing what you felt others could not, to be the only person with your kind of ideas, dreams, and perception of the world you were only still learning. You could feel the weight of human suffering, your own and of others. You could see the why and the how, but you were powerless to stop it. No one would listen or understand. Not yet. They weren't ready, but neither were you. You made so many decisions which were harmful, but your intent was not to cause harm. It was just a byproduct of a need for safety and love, a way of coping with what you could not run away from, yourself. I have so much compassion for you now, so much patience and understanding. I feel you relax and finally take a deep breath of air, knowing you are safe with me here, that I can care for us both now. I'm so proud of you, and I know you are proud of me too. You weren't sure that we would, but we made it. All is forgiven, all is healed with love and light. We are safe, we are loved, we are free. Okay, so now I'm going to be reading my own letter. Dear me, there was a point in your life where you didn't want to feel, you didn't want to think, you didn't want to breathe. You wanted the pain to end, life's experience to end. You saw the world and yourself much differently back then. You saw yourself in a distorted reflection that constantly invalidated your feelings destroyed your body image, and convinced yourself you would never be good enough to amount to anything, which was often justified and affirmed by the actions and words of others. Little did you know the deep-rooted trauma and pain within yourself that was constantly being projected onto you through others. A few years ago, you saw yourself stripped of what you thought mattered most, money, a job, friends, toxic relationships, you were left with nothing. But here I am telling you how proud I am of you because the girl who was left with nothing was actually left with everything. The tools to rebuild, to restart, to re-envision. Everything you've been through is a part of who you have become. And if you didn't go through those experiences... Who knows where you would be now? You are one of the most uplifting, loving, kind, and patient women I know. And you finally learned how to release the expectations and judgment from others. You've learned how to paint a beautiful picture of how life should be lived. Because that is the meaning of life. Experience, zest, adventure. And you took... An opportunity where you said, enough is enough. 
You finally were done seeing life through a dusty hourglass and instead started seeing it as your own canvas, blank and clear. You learned to imagine and create the life you were proud of and in doing so became the utmost highest version of yourself. You've experienced so much darkness and yet found so much light. A light that you're shining down on others, making them feel safe, confident, and loved. Your vulnerability, your emotions, the way you feel, your creativity, your quirky humor, your ability to light up a room with authenticity. You don't have to pretend anymore. I love your curiosity. I love the way you love. I love the way you speak and communicate. I love the way your words flow. I love the quirky faces you make in the mirror for no reason at all. I love your stretch marks and freckles and beauty marks. I love your smile. I love the way you laugh. I love the way you get angry and scrunch up your nose. I love how hard you work. I love every little thing about you, girlfriend. You are you. And that is such a superpower. You remind me of the goodness that is still out there in the world. Keep being you because for the world, you will always either be too much of one thing and not enough of another. But for you, you will always be enough. I love you to the moon and back, girly. Oh, and keep dancing. Your crazy energy keeps me going. Okay, so those are everyone's letters, including my own. This is one of my favorite practices to do. I learned about it kind of at the start of quarantine. If you listen to any of my previous episodes, you kind of know the emotional and mental state and a few of the experiences I was going through and At the time, of course, I was journaling. Journaling is my go-to. I'm a huge writer in general anyway, so journaling has always been my number one healing mechanism on top of, of course, my running and my adrenaline rushes, Um, but also meditation and podcasts and all of that combined were really important in my healing and my self-love journey. And... I learned about letters. I I think I actually found a podcast now that I think back to it because I was like, where did I even come up with this idea? Because most of my journal entries have started like, dear me, but they weren't actual letters. They were just what was going on. They weren't, I guess, catered to giving myself advice and giving myself love. And I think that is more of the purpose of these letters. I think I found this podcast. I forget what it's called because I don't think they really posted episodes that often and I haven't listened to it in a really long time. It was a spiritual type of podcast and they would talk about all of these different things, similar concepts that I talk about, honestly. And towards the end, they would discuss the tools they used they would call it their toolbox and they would talk openly about different situations and circumstances they would all go through their own experiences perceptions and then at the end they would talk about this quote-unquote toolbox that they had and they would 
talk about the tools they use to help grow through that experience or what they learned or healing mechanisms, etc. And I think one of them mentioned, I think it was about inner child healing. And that was something I started becoming aware of at the start of quarantine is that I really needed to focus on some childhood trauma that I hadn't released and it was through this actual toxic relationship and realizing I had a fear of abandonment and being unlovable I I guess and being like a second choice so I I kind of just listen to this podcast and I I think they said to write a letter to your childhood self and that was an interesting concept for me I didn't really understand inner child trauma and the wounded inner child as much as I do now and it makes so much sense as adults when we're fighting for our needs and failure just setting boundaries and stuff all of that's from childhood and childhood experiences and the letter, I think there was a specific guided prompt to the letter was talking about going back to a time with whatever you were currently facing. So me facing this fear of abandonment and why I was so caught up in being like a second choice and not feeling good enough for this person. And it was like, go back to a time in your childhood where you felt that way and it unlocked a part of my my childhood where I was a cheerleader basically for my entire life except for two years where I didn't make the squat and it was because of my weight and I remember that was one of the biggest moments where I felt just truly rejected because I was getting bullied around the same time and I just wrote that out and it was such a beautiful like release because after I wrote out how I was feeling through those experiences, the prompt also guides you to write to yourself in a way that nurtures you and um, gives you advice and comfort. And so you write about your pain and then you write how to nurture yourself through that pain. So I would write how I was feeling at the time. And then I wrote a beautiful, huge, long thing about you know, I'm sorry I didn't love you in the way I should have. I'm sorry I let people have such such an influence over you. And I'm sorry that I allowed people to comment on you and you take it to heart and carry it with you for so long and stuff like that. So I think this whole episode and these letters were a beautiful way to recognize everyone's different paths, different journeys, because each of them I don't know for those listening who caught on, but each of them, you can kind of see the differences and journeys and where people are at and still trying to become better and to grow within themselves. And I do want to note how mostly everyone was very kind towards their past self, which is very important on a self-love journey. You have to learn how to nurture all sides of you, as I've said, 
through shadow work, a lot of the shadow work is going to be past situations, past circumstances, a lot of childhood trauma, generational trauma, like I said. And a lot of these letters are written in a way that are so kind and understanding towards their past self. And they apologize to themselves for putting them in circumstances that didn't really serve them or may have hurt them. And then they accept that it happened and then they give themselves love. Love. It's almost like the process. What is it like the five, the five steps of denial? Obviously it's not the same thing remotely, but they allowed themselves in these letters to recognize where they may have failed themselves in the past and then coming to this place of I accepted that it it happened but it's not your fault you did the best that you could in those circumstances and I'm gonna love you anyway because you are great and these circumstances do not dictate who you are these people do not dictate who you are and I think that's such a beautiful process and for those, this is mainly those who may feel kind of stuck on their own self-love journeys or just you don't know where to start, you don't know past trauma, you don't know shadow work, you don't know what any of this means. And that is okay because none of us really do. And some people learn it very early on. I've met people who are eight years younger than me discovering about a lot of these things one because of me because I've already gone through it so I'm sharing it with friends and uh, the younger generations are catching on and seeing this stuff earlier on to where they're learning how to focus on themselves first and learning to heal their wounds and understanding how to set boundaries and accept all parts of them without fear of others or well without like a care in the world but I personally, I was thrown into it. A lot of people usually are thrown into it. There's usually a huge circumstance that it's kind of like a moment of, um, I need to stop doing this. Like enough's enough. I don't want to live my life this way. And it's important though to recognize that point because there were moments early on in my life where I have recognized like enough is enough. But I came from a place of such guilt within myself and I was doing everything for the wrong reasons. I thought enough is enough because I wanted to prove myself to others. Enough is enough because I wanted to look better in clothes for others. Um, enough is enough because I wanted to fit in. I wasn't really doing it for me and that's why every everything failed. Trying to love myself failed because I was only trying to appear happier and loving towards myself, towards others. But at the end of the day, I would still sit in front of the mirror and rip myself apart. So if anything, I hope these letters kind of open your eyes up to that one. Everyone goes through this. We're all here to experience experience. We're all here to kind of go through our own karma, our own lessons, our own paths in deciding who we are and who we want to be with those but for those who truly want to learn how to start loving themselves this is a great starting point these love letters are a great exercise I do it constantly whenever I'm feeling down towards myself 
It's a great way to, again, recognize where you may have failed yourself and understanding that it's okay. You are human. Um, but I think, if anything, because I know the whole point of this episode being released around this time as well, which the dates align perfectly, is this day, Valentine's Day, can be lonely because you think that you need this other person and you see everyone with their person so then you get down on yourself thinking maybe you don't have a person maybe it's not out there or it's just not gonna ever work out for you this and that but that is a self-limited belief just because something hasn't worked out for you in the past doesn't mean it always will and that's where it also points to the healing you need to do within yourself You don't need a perfect match because you are your perfect match, but you have to find that. Just similar to starting a new relationship, you have to find out who you are. You have to get to know yourself. And I know it sounds cheesy, but you have to really get to know yourself. I mean, taking yourself out on dates, sitting with yourself, finding out what you truly like. Because, you know, at one point, we're all kind of going with the flow. So your friend says they like something and you just agree with it even though you have no idea what they're talking about. So you, you're you just allowing someone else almost to control what, what you like and then you're caught in a lie. You're not being authentic. You need to understand your true passions, the way you react to things, your emotions and things like that because that's going to point you in the direction of your shadow work as well. Self-love isn't an easy journey. It's a consistent one though. You have to be on top of it every single day because again, like I've said, I think in previous episodes, I'm sure I will stand by it time and time again that not every day is going to be a good day. You're going to have really, really hard days and I used to be someone that on my really hard days, I just would look for validation and support anywhere I could. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to search for support. You are allowed to, of course, search for, you know, comfort in your friends and your family and things like that. But you have to also be able to support and nurture yourself first. Because something that I've come to realize is that if... You are searching for the support and validation from like family and friends before you even have it within yourself. It does kind of push people away. And not to say it's a bad thing, it's because you're trying to take so much from them as well. Like you're going to start expecting them to make you feel better, fill this void. Um, satisfy your hunger for love or just be your human punching bag and there's going to be a point where they can't do it anymore or they're going to disappoint you because you're putting such a high expectation on their own ability to fill your void and make you happy and make you feel something and be someone to consistently rely on and again I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have that support and to have friends who would go above and beyond for you. But if you are constantly pulling and taking away from people and expecting that, you're going to be left with nothing. And 
that was something I had to learn. I lost a lot of friends because of that, because I was just trying to take, take, take their energy. And once I started expecting things from them and they would fall through, I was like, well, maybe they aren't even good friends. And then I was left alone and had to continue to deal with the emotions I was refusing to deal with because I was trying to pull from other people. So in order to really embark on this journey start with a love letter to yourself it'll tell you so much it doesn't matter how much you write how long it is how short it is what you write how you write it you can write it in a poem you can write it in brief sentences you can write a novel you can write paragraphs but this letter is going to tell you a lot about where to start i think because Honestly, if you go to write this letter and you don't have much to write, it's kind of a, not a slap in the face, but it's like a come to Jesus moment where you're like, wow, what do I like about myself? And that may be seen as a negative thing but I think it's eye-opening and allows you to become more self-aware that you aren't taking this time for yourself because if you don't have a lot of good things to say about you it's because you're not taking time to work for you you're not choosing you you're not like aiming towards goals you have I don't want this to sound like a bad thing because everyone has their own thing But if you are just sitting away, working, watching TV, those are like the only two things you do, you're going to live an empty life just because you're going to have nothing within you that says, okay, like I've accomplished things, I've done more for me. You're just going to continue to try and pull out validation from others and experiences You think like just by going out with friends, okay, I'm going to have a great time. That'll be great. And then like, that's that. You're not doing anything to benefit you, to grow you, to choose you. And I think that's where a lot of people lose themselves because, you know, growing up, we're told what to wear, who to, how to speak, who to hang out with, like, many things like that affect you because you don't know you you are constantly trying to find your way in a world where everyone is saying so much that you just take in that information as factual knowledge rather than looking inside yourself so I ask yourself for this valentine's day learn how to nurture you. I mean, I know it's kind of past Valentine's Day, but each and every day you should be learning and growing and working towards finding you, enjoying you, being you. Choose me. Love me. Pick me. Sorry, TikTok. Um, But learning just who you are and how to nurture you. If you're sad, don't you want to be the person to know how to deal with that? You know, I I used to be like, well, I wish one of my friends knew I was sad. I would cry out online, you know, passive aggressively when you would tweet like a sad song or something and then no one would reach out and you were like, well, okay. But learning how to just 
accommodate you, nurture you, do what's best for you. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I know it was kind of different. It was a lot, but I I hope these letters were just something that were eye-opening for each and every one of you, even the ones that wrote the letters, if you listen in and listen to someone else's letter. We're all fighting the same fight, just different battles, and that's okay. But I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your week. I hope every single day you are learning to choose you. You deserve so much love in this world. And you need to recognize that. So before I officially end this episode, I just want to take a moment and share a letter to each and every one of you, whether you are currently on a self-love journey, continuously trying to better yourself, or you just need some extra guidance on how to start and you want to start. This is for those that want the love that they so desperately want to give to others. I want you to know how proud I am of you. I see a light within you that shines. I see the love and the compassion and the patience you have for others. And I see the heartbreak you have within because you fail to give that to yourself. I see that you're carrying this huge weight on your shoulders. You feel like it's about to collapse any moment and that you're so fragile that anytime soon you could break. I see the sights of lost hope within your eyes. I see the tears barely dripping down your face because you don't want anyone else to know that you're struggling. You don't want anyone else to see your vulnerability because last time you were vulnerable, you got hurt. But here I am and I want you to know that this is a safe space. You will always have a safe space here with me and within yourself, but you have to open the doors up. Don't be ashamed. Don't feel guilty. Don't beat yourself up over past mistakes and past thoughts and past actions that keep you stuck in this place of inauthenticity. Don't keep yourself stuck in a place where you feel trapped and unable to be yourself. We constantly view ourselves in the words of others, in the actions of others. We are constantly trying to gain approval just to fit into a mold that society wants to create for us. We are constantly seeking out how can we be better for this person and how can we make ourselves enough for this person rather than focus on being enough for ourselves and knowing that we are enough for ourselves. We rely on expectations from our parents and our peers and our elders and our teachers all trying to tell us how to fit into this mold. That weight you're carrying 
a lot of it's your trauma. A lot of it is a lot of wounds you've dealt with that I will never even begin to understand. But I hope you know that you're strong enough to lift it off your shoulders. Only if you allow yourself to. Don't continue to keep yourself stuck because I know you can do it. And I know wherever you were a few years ago, yesterday, today, tomorrow, or what, wherever you are in your life right now, the decisions, the actions you have made are exactly what had to happen. You did the best that you could given the circumstances you had. And I am so proud of you for leaping over obstacles that were so trying and added more weight to the heavy rock on your shoulders. You deserve to free yourself from that weight. And that starts with you. And that starts with your healing. And that starts with recognizing how beautiful of a soul you are and how you are meant for so much more than what you think. You think just because you haven't received the same love you've given that love doesn't exist and that you'll never be able and capable to experience it. But sweetheart, love is within you. It's always been within you. It will forever be within you. And the moment you realize that is the moment you start seeing love in everything. So today, I hope you know how loved you are, how beautiful you are, how kind you are, how unique you are, and how much the world needs you. I want you to know that you are enough. And I cannot stress that enough. Start lifting the weight off. But you'll always have a helping hand. I promise you, you are never alone. And if anything, I wish nothing but pure happiness for you. And I want you to grow to the best, highest version of yourself. I know you can do it. You just have to believe in yourself and we're all here. We're all here. Each of us are here. This is more than beating other women down or trying to make ourselves better to be better than someone else. This is building a community, building connection, sharing love from the connection we have within and the relationship we build within ourselves. That will soon be reflected in our future relationships, our future friendships, and the future connections and communities we build. And we can truly uplift the world and humanity. All we have to do is continue to believe in ourselves. And if no one's told you today, I believe in you. I always have and I always will. And you will always have a safe place. I promise that is a promise that will never be broken. My DMs are open. My inbox is open. My email, it's all open. Just know that I'm proud of you. Keep choosing you.
All right, that concludes this episode. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in. I hope you all have a beautiful week and I hope today and every day you are remembering to choose and love yourself first. Love you guys so much. Have an amazing week. Hey.